a canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk here we go off to blueberry hill a local baker needs two gallons of fresh blueberries. Now that is a lot of berries. Best get moving. Packing list. Small ice cream pails. Bug juice. Ball cap. Long sleeve shirt. Runners. Check, check, check. Oh, and my favorite periwinkle blue bowl. I pick the berries and put them in that bowl first. And then I take that bowl over to the pails sitting in a cool, out-of-the-sun spot, tumbling the iridescent gems, a mix of opals and sapphires from one container to the next, slowly to not spill any. Some blueberries grow on a high bush. In fact, British Columbia, Canada's westernmost province, is the largest high bush blueberry-growing region in the world. It's different here. In my little corner of planet Earth, the blueberries grow much lower to the ground, under ferns, hidden by moss and lichen, under fallen boughs and branches. So really, you might find a clump of blueberries anywhere a squirrel can go. Just like a preposition. Over, under, beneath, above, below, beside, on top. Yes, on top. Stable, grey, pink rock tops, where an abundance of blueberries are set. The Canadian Shield is nature's tabletop. Also called the Laurentian Plateau, is a large area of exposed Precambrian, igneous and high-grade metamorphic rocks that form the ancient geologic core of the North American continent. Ah, berry-picking. Mother Earth's ancient gift to bakers everywhere. If you are lucky enough to sit in a summer kitchen with a nana, a baba, or an oma, you might remember the first time you ate a pastry of some sort, bursting with blueberries. The greatest reward, the not-soon-forgotten first bite. Is it serendipity to be born into the peasant cookery of a Ukrainian family? Or, in the highlands of Scotland, in a crofter's cottage, where scones come out of the oven, by the baker's dozen. Muffins, loaves, cheesecakes, the possibilities are endless, and so too is the connection to a culture, to a place. Ancient lands and traditions that carry us from the past to the present. Blueberries take me back to country roads Fields of buckwheat ripening under the golden sun, and my learning years. Some of my fondest childhood memories are picking wild blueberries with my babo, my guido, my great aunts, and great uncles. In those days, five gallon pails were filled to the very brim with freshly picked berries. I remember Girl Meets Farm. Before daylight, the cows were brought in from the fields to be milked. Hundreds of chicks fed and watered, 
and then the pigs, ducks, and turkeys. Barns to be mucked out. Stalls to be washed clean. Baby calves and lambs, bottle-fed until they were strong enough to be pale-fed. Then they were weaned and sent out to graze on bright green shoots of grass, clover, and young Timothy hay. Only after the sheep and baby lambs all accounted for, well then my Guido would sit down for breakfast. His favorite breakfast, six eggs, bacon, and toast. Seven days a week. The days were long. In the afternoon, to make hay while the sun shone, there was much to be done. Trailers and tractors. Raking, stoking, baling, hauling, stacking. The delight at the day's end. Fresh blueberries, dipped and drenched in cold, heavy cream. And for the berries that escaped, the most common ending was a canning bath. I still see the berries suspended in sugar water, sealed and safe in mason jars. The workhorses of cold rooms everywhere, canned fruit and berries. So many quart jars lined up row after row. I must admit, I am not nearly as hardy or industrious as the generations before me. I am happy with four to six cups of freshly picked berries, just enough to bake a crisp, cobble, or pie. If berry picking is a summer pastime, then berry eating is a wintry delight. Are blueberries really blue? Purple. Indigo. More like a plum? The ball on the roulette wheel lands solidly on blue. The pigment that gives blueberries their distinctive color, called anthocyanin, is the same compound that provides the blueberries amazing health benefits. Wild blueberries are filled with antioxidants, so the more you eat, the merrier. Searching for the always elusive berry patch is one of life's greater challenges. Burn piles down old logging roads hold promise. So too do rocky hills kissed by the sun's rays. We are going up one of those high hills today. There is a breeze that will help to keep the bugs away. Mosquitoes, deer flies, and horse flies are a berry picker's nemesis. Stop hesitating. Baba is ready. Marianne is ready. And Sophie, the rescue dog, the youngest of the Black Lake pack, she is ready too. Off we go. I have my favorite caribou coffee to go mug filled with a fresh brew to set this sojourn off on just the right foot. Hints of vanilla and hazelnut waft through the air. The sun is in the east, rising above the tree line. Ah, I see the beavers are out near Three Goat Island. There is a family of geese, nine strong, gliding through the lily pads. And then I hear... Quack, quack, quack. I look and see the mergansers, a small clutch of ducks and ducklings in the bay. This is summer in northwestern Ontario, in all of its glory. Time to pick some berries. Under canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's taken.
before I sign off, I want to recognize the team who makes this podcast possible. My hat's off to Bill Stunden, our trusted and talented tech producer. For the music that cues the beginning and end of the podcast, a shout out to Red Moon Road, the ubiquitous, fun folk band of Daniel, Sheena, and Daniel. Yes, there really are two Daniels. Wanda Cable and Marianne Mooring, thank you both for always giving me the courage to create and for cheering me on from the sidelines. Last but not least, the township of Suneros Nestor Falls for greenlighting this project and for making it entirely possible. Let Table Talk with D. Lysak be an offering at your kitchen table early in the morning or late in the evening, bridging divides and welcoming new perspectives. If you happen to be enjoying the podcast in the company of friends and family while sipping on a neat Irish whiskey, all the better. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening and for sharing your time with me.